0: Hello and welcome to the Plus Size Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Leitz, a Plus Size fashion stylist and influencer. This podcast is here to celebrate plus size women and to talk literally about everything from fashion to love to spirituality and so much more. Whether you are a fellow plus size woman or just someone who appreciates big personalities and authentic stories, you will love the Plus Size Experience Podcast hello 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 I have an urge and that's why I'm recording my podcast as you know it's not really like planned so much and it's really just my urges and the feeling that I have and I had the feeling to record a new episode to replace with the episode um, that I did last year about dating as a plus-size woman Mm, on the one hand because I'm of course also developing all of the time and I'm actually getting better with recording these episodes and having a clearer mind but also because I have noticed in the past months how important that topic is to so 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 many women out there and I had so many conversations and there was some stuff actually missing the pastime and i didn't want to do a part two i actually want to do a whole new thing it could happen with other episodes too to be honest but i also have the urges to record some more new stuff so um i would just jump completely in because um, i have the feeling in my heart it's really needed to talk about um how it is to date as a plus size woman i want to give you all the information i want to give you all the help that i can with all the years of dating that I had Um, as you might know I'm married and I'm gonna talk about that in the end of the podcast but (laughs) let's just jump in about how it is to date and what you actually have to do and what you not have to do and how that whole dating life is. So one of the first things you really have to bear in mind and have to get really clear about is what are your values and your expectations in a relationship and to your partner but also what are you able to give? Because as you know, a relationship is not only taking, you also obviously have to give. So what are values? Values can be things like, for example, honesty, integrity, loyalty, um, ad- yeah, adventures and so on. And expectations on a relationship or to your partner can be like emotional support, respect, quality time. So go online there are lists you just have to put in like value lists and uh, then expectations in a relationship and you're gonna have so many examples it's actually something that comes out of the coaching world and then you just go through then you just pick what feels right to you you pick like 10 10 things um 10 values on the list and then um in the end you're gonna you reduce it to five and the five might be your core values and I also ready give you a little tip because if there are some values that might trigger you already or you feel kind of, yeah, strange about them, um, that's probably your shadow side of you something that you might need to work on or that you have had bad experiences with. So that's also something that you maybe should tap into later. So yeah, so be aware what are your values and what do you need your partner to be like and honestly do not lower yourself on your values because you're desperate <laughs> I've had so many conversations in the past uh, with women that told me that they're desperate or out of the conversation I could really feel that they're desperate for love and for connection and for a relationship and I obviously also <laughs> had a time in the past years, years years ago where I have been in the same situation where I felt like really desperate because I wanted to have a partner like um, somebody that I'm being with and somebody that's just yeah just for me and myself and being in this beautiful relationship and uh, later I will talk about how I found mine but yeah so <laughs> I really have to say like never lower yourself because um, there's somebody waiting out for you out there somewhere and it doesn't mean that you have to lower yourself to a different standards, to different values because in the end you will not be happy and the other person won't be happy too also be aware what you bring to the table and be confident because i have to tell you if you're confident you're a magnet to men not to boys (laughs) to men because they feel attracted to confident women and especially if you feel well in your body and your skin you're at ease and i can you tell you one thing men love women who are at ease and reflect that kind of energy because men actually don't really like um To be stressed they don't like the whole feeling of being stressed because there's you know there's feminine energy and masculine energy and both genders obviously have both energies Mm, but if you are for example with a man that holds on a lot of masculine masculine energy obviously he also has some feminine energy out there but if he is in his absolutely masculine energy then he rather wants to be with a woman that is reflecting the the feminine the the receiving energy um you know like it's the yin and the yang (laughs) you have to imagine i mean obviously if you are a person that is more in your masculine energy and it's just how you are, that's fine too, then you're obviously going to attract a partner that's more in his um, feminine energy. I honestly have to say I'm only gonna, going to talk about here um, about a relationship between a man and a woman because I never ever had a different kind of relationship and I'm not an expert um, on any kind of other relationships. But I think even in that podcast episode, if um, you're dating differently, you're still going to have some little nudges for you that you can take with you but just a little disclaimer that um that's the only kind of relationships on datings i ever had so obviously i cannot talk about anything else and the whole thing with being in the feminine <laughs> and the masculine energy um i for example i have been a lot in masculine energy uh, my entire life because i had to hustle and i had to be you know i was alone and was living alone And as a woman it's not always that easy so I always had to protect myself and be a lot a lot in this masculine energy but I was also always in this fight-or-flight mode and like the survival mode which is more um, possible for you if you're more in the masculine energy I then realized a couple of years ago that that for myself like for my own being is not that great and that's not really what i want so i tried to tap more into my feminine and into my receiving energy it's actually what i really really like to be in nevertheless we're all different and i'm not gonna tell you how to do it it's just my perception of things and yeah my own um kind of situations that i had in my own life so yeah we had uh covered the the feminine and the masculine energy a little bit um but i have to say if you feel well and confident in your body and your skin you always and not only in the dating life you're always gonna attract um more people into your life because they want to be in this kind of energy and they they see you more because if you are Let's say you don't feel confident, then people notice that about yourself, too. And you might not attract the right people Um, how to become confident. I definitely had a podcast episode about that, but I definitely going to do a new one um, in a couple of weeks, because I think that's also a topic that we have to cover a little bit more. But just um, for your info, like going quickly about that, um, how I learned that was actually really like thinking about my core values and what I can bring to the table. Uh, But also my my clothes that I'm wearing, my makeup that I'm wearing, it's like an armor that I'm wearing. And it's something that makes me like really feel comfortable and confident. (laughs) And now comes a part that's really important. Um, Many, many years ago when I was still employed and I was working in an office, I had a woman, a colleague sitting beside me that I really liked. And she was... um, yeah, much older than I was. I was like in my 20s and I think she was in the beginning of her 50s. So obviously she had lots of more life experience than I had and <laughs> how it always was, you know, sitting down on a Monday and telling her about my weekend and about all the clubs that I went to or the bars that I went to, all the parties that I did and the people that I've met. But then, you know, in the sad moment, like yeah, I did not meet anyone. <laughs> I did not nobody wants something serious and blah, blah, blah. You might know what I'm talking about. And after listening to me for months, she gave me one of the best advices, actually. And she was like, you are looking for the love in all the wrong places, don't you? Like clubs, bars, don't you always attract the same kind of people? And are those not always the same kind of people that you're actually meeting there? And then it really hit me. And I was like, wow, she's actually right. If I'm always in the yeah in the same places, how should I ever meet someone else and I have to be honest with you a club or a bar is not really the place where you meet somebody for a serious relationship I mean if you just want to have fun have fun like but what I'm trying to talk more about is actually like more having a serious relationship because that's um yeah what I've noticed um, a lot of women want at the moment and it's actually hard to find for them and as I said I was in the same kind of um yeah spiral I would say because I was always going out and parties here parties there but um when I went back home I was like okay and that's that so nobody I actually like met that really had my heart and my soul and she was absolutely absolutely right about um if you're always going to clubs and bars it's not where you're gonna meet someone um where do you meet people um I honestly have to say I met my husband on tinder I'm gonna talk more about that later but um, I don't want to say this is either the best place because I honestly also had, um, yeah, not so great dates there. and met honestly like really idiots on that app. <laughs> but uh, in the end, it worked out for me. But um, yeah, it's mm, other places work well, too. I mean, you could pick up a hobby. You could go play tennis. You could go mm, and be in a drama group or whatever it is, like something that's really something that like means something. Something to you, <laughs> like a hobby that's fun for you, something that's um, lightening you up. And I'm pretty sure if you pick up um, a hobby, you're also going to meet somebody. Was always great to meet somebody through um, a friend. Because your friend knows you and knows the other person and can already like feel a little bit into if that could be a fit. Um, always a great possibility too. And honestly, <laughs> the next thing that could happen is like completely unexpected. I mean, honestly, you rather would not meet somebody if you're just sitting at home. Um, you probably have to go out and live. But if you're expecting it the least the bigger possibility it is that somebody's coming to your life. And it's probably not the club or the bar. It doesn't mean that it can never happen in a club or a bar. It can definitely happen, but I honestly have to say it's probably not um, that um i talked already a little bit about online dating about tinder for example so if you do online dating i have to tell you do not catfish so be true and honest and obviously also about the pictures that you put in it's not gonna help you in any kind of way to portray you in a complete different light obviously we're gonna put our best pictures into not our worst but they still have to be like the 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 truth you know Mm, you also have to be um, uh, honest about your weight and also your height and all of that kind of stuff because if the person's gonna meet you in real life then and sees how you're really looking the person expected something completely different and honestly i would be really mad too it barely ever happened to me with guys i have to say that they catfished me Mm, i think i have two or three like two dates definitely where the guy was looking way younger in his pictures and I didn't have like the complete honest age. And when he pulled up, he was actually way older than I thought or looked at least older than I thought. Mm, but let's be honest, like if you put in a picture of you when you might have been like, I don't know, way skinnier and put that kind of pictures in, then that person is expecting um, a skinny woman and not a plus size woman you know it's like something that you actually cannot do and i assure you there are guys out there that are into plus size women you don't have to lower um, your own standards um because you think like you might be a little bit too big it's not honestly it's really not you just have to be honest that you're attracting the right kind of person there are enough men out there who like plus size women like honestly um but yeah, so always be truthful <laughs> with who you really are. But also I have to tell you, set boundaries while dating. Um, some men think they can just like, you know, if you're looking for something serious, they just think they can have a little date with you and then take you home and stuff like that. If that's not what you want, then please don't do it. Like, honestly, don't do it. You don't um, have to do anything. You can always say no and always set your boundaries, but also boundaries in terms of do you want to be exclusive or not? So honestly I have to tell you, if a guy is not exclusive with you, and obviously it's hard to say you're gonna be exclusive after one day and even after two dates, but If you're not exclusive, then you also don't have to be exclusive, you can still go on other dates, you can still um, figure out if you want to meet another man, it's fine, Mm, you don't have to be the one sitting at home while he's living his life and dating other women, Um, but obviously you guys have to set boundaries with that, Um, it is what it is, Um, but also be careful while dating, like be careful with your safety like if you go out watch your drinks especially if it's the first date you never know if somebody's putting something into your drink and it can be in the mm, most craziest places it can be really unexpectedly you can think like the person is super nice and nothing will ever happen and you trust them you're still gonna put something in your drink and i can give you like a little story <laughs> like completely unexpected it happened to me too a couple of years ago i went to a friend's wedding it was not a huge wedding. I mean, I think we were like 80 people and I knew most of the people I were like maybe 20, 25 people. I had no idea who they are. And I was sitting with a group of other people on the table, like friends of mine. And suddenly I felt like really strange. But I was also getting up. I was not watching my drinks because honestly, <laughs> it was a wedding. We were private there. Who would think that something is happening? Yeah. And I felt really strange. I mean, I didn't faint. I was still able to speak, but I really didn't feel that great. And I did not drink a lot of alcohol on that evening. I was drinking lots of water. I ate na, na, na. and then after a while, um, a friend of mine from my table, she went to me and she was like, you don't feel great, right? And I was like, no, I really feel super strange. I And she's like, yeah, me too. I think somebody put something in our drinks and i told her yeah i feel the same and then the next woman came from from our table and she saw us sitting there and then she came to us and she was like you guys you don't feel so great right and we were like yeah we don't feel great she's like me me neither and then uh, uh we were pretty much sure what happened um gladly the other girls on my table they had their husbands and boyfriends with them i was just the only single person at at that time and we told them i mean we didn't want to do like a whole scene at the wedding so we did not tell anyone else um we want to have the groom and the bride their fun and their night but um our friends husbands and boyfriends and really watched us and made sure that we do well and they also brought me to my hotel in, in the night then uh when we went um to a hotel just to be safe so i'm telling you <laughs> this little story that you can see you always have to watch your drinks even if you're thinking you're safe um i also have to emphasize honestly do not meet up in an apartment for the first time not in his and not in yours do not tell him where you live honestly there are so many s- strange people out there on the internet you never know how or who you are meeting somebody um it can be really dangerous i mean I gladly have to say never ever something has happened to me and the rules that i'm telling you here i don't um always said uh, that i was really like following everything all the time but i just have to emphasize the world is crazy out there and if possible and that's something i always did have a friend tracking your phone so a friend that you really trust um have a tracking tool on your phone or even on, on iphones you can actually just do that when you put your friend's name onto it that your friend can always see where you are give the friend also the name of the person and if you have a picture like honestly you never know what's happening better be safe than sorry um also be careful for your health while you're dating if you have a sexual relationship with somebody use protection like i can only emphasize that um you don't want to be pregnant you also don't want to get anything else and also be careful for your psyche there are people out there that actually just date to use somebody psychologically, uh, like there are really sick people out there. So be careful while you're dating. Be aware what you want in life, be aware, aware what you expect of that person. And if it's starting to feel toxic, then please leave. Like Honestly, and don't be shy. Block the person, set your boundaries, whatever it is that you need to have to do. But um, do not let anybody use you, um, especially not if you think And I know how that feels, especially not if you're thinking like, yeah, okay, there might not maybe be so many people out there because um, I'm not into that beauty standard of a, you know, Barbie doll of a skinny Kim Kardashian. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's really like about how you set boundaries and about um, how you feel. Um, But also, yeah, be just aware of who you are and you are beautiful, you are amazing, you have so many things to give, Um, don't lower yourself and be careful. But also do not project your own pain onto other people and especially while you're dating, there might be some situations where you kind of feel triggered I'm not saying that the other person is uh, an angel, (laughs) um, but what I've noticed over the years of dating, um, it can really happen, but also with the other person, like the other person can also happen to protect, uh, project your own pain onto you. Um, There might be some situations where you just feel triggered and then you have to feel into it and tap into it if that's something that um, is happening because of an old relationship, old patterns, But maybe it can also happen because you actually haven't followed your values and your expectations. And um, yeah, and then you feel like the person is actually not who you think they are because you also haven't been so careful with yourself. So that's really good. So try to identify patterns, like look into where you need to heal and why you maybe attract people, for example, who don't value your time. I had that. I had that while I was dating. I attracted a lot of people that did not value my time. Um, they came to late to dates all the time, or we were like, um, we had a date, um, we agreed upon a time, upon a yeah day, and then a couple of hours or one hour before, they're like, okay, I'm sorry, I cannot make it. Uh, see you bye. And that happened to me a lot, but then I really tapped into why this is happening to me, and it on the one hand, it happens to me because I was too available so if somebody's asking you when you can meet up you maybe give them two options you can either do this or that especially if it's a man (laughs) Um, it's actually enough because um yeah, I'm not going too deep into that, but I've noticed it's enough. Just give them two options. And I didn't I didn't do that. I was, um, somebody's like, yeah, I can do Monday. I'm free on Monday. I can do all day Monday. And then I can do all day Tuesday. And I'm so available, like whenever you have time. It's not cool because then they're really thinking, thinking they can do whatever they want to with you. Um, and I stopped doing that after a while. I was like really being more like, okay, I can do Monday between... Uh, seven and nine or I can do Friday between I don't know uh, seven and ten and then I have to be home or then I have another meeting or whatever like I was always making sure especially if the first date is that I'm not giving too much of my time yeah and now I guess it comes to the controversy about all of that When it comes to dating. So I might be a little bit more old-fashioned. And it's fine if you say I'm a grown, independent woman. And I don't need anyone. Um, Let me tell you one thing. I also don't need anyone. But (laughs) there are some things um, that I noticed in my own dating life. Mm, I have to tell you one thing. In especially online dating. We women... Are in a better standing point than men are because there are less women on those dating apps than men are and not only that it's also that women more likely not all but more likely are looking for something serious on those apps and a lot a lot a lot of men don't look for anything serious on these apps and just want to have their fun so i have to tell you I am not some I was never somebody that you could go out on coffee dates. Obviously, I also did that a couple of times, but a lot of men go on coffee dates with you just just to check up if they like you or if they If they want to invest more time with you. But um, I can tell you like one thing. They're not having a coffee date per week. Or um, they just want to meet you. They have coffee dates like once a day or twice a day. um, Dating as many women as possible. Just to check up how they can get further with them. Because they don't want to invest their time. They don't want to invest any kind of money. Um, Also do not go on walking in a park on the first date. Like. What is that even? It's like zero investment. It's like I'm meeting you for 10 minutes and then I'm gonna see if that's a thing or not. Like you are not available for that. Like I honestly, if I would do dating right now, I would also not do this in any kind of way because I have to tell you, go out for dinner or for lunch because you really see if the person is valuing your time and yourself as a person, if the person is ready to invest their time into you and into our relationship. And honestly, you also see if you go out for a date, like a dinner or lunch date, you actually also see like you have a little bit more time with that person. You can check some boxes, but you also see how he is treating other people. How is he treating the waitress? Um, how is he behaving on the table? Does he have manners? Because what I actually really hate is if people talk with their mouth full. It's also something that you should not do. It's not very classy. Um, but, you know, there's like some little yeah things to actually notice more if you go out for dinner and i've personally felt more valued doing that and uh, now comes the next controversy (laughs) it's about paying who's paying on a date um i honestly have to say i am independent i'm making my own money i always did and I still wanted the man to to pay on the first date I know a lot of women say it's not the thing and um, we live in 2023 and times have changed yeah times definitely have changed but if he's not willing to invest on the first date into me then he's probably not really there he's not really there with his mind he's not really there and ready to have a relationship um, I have to say my husband he paid on all of our first dates like what means first dates we had a couple of dates after that he always paid it's not that i'm together now and married him because he was paying but it's just what i wanted i wanted to be valued and to be honest like that's another thing as a woman and especially if you're like a girly girl woman like i am you have so much investments. like if a man is going out with me i'm arriving there hair done makeup done beautiful clothes like he has really some arm candy going on there so why should I then also pay for my meal and I'm not telling that he has to bring you to the most fanciest restaurant in town and the most expensive one like no he should like stay in his lane and if you just go out for pizza that's honestly fine too Mm, it just obviously yeah depends on what you want also in life and what you want into a partner and that is the next thing I'm not saying I would be with somebody just for the money that's not it but I personally one of my values and expectations in a relationship. I need to be with somebody that has goals in his life, that um, is willing to also provide. Like, it's not that I'm not working, like, you know, I'm, I'm working by myself. Um, but I need to have a partner, a man that makes me feel safe, that I know I can rely on if there's something going on. And it's, it's just what I want but as I said everybody's different and if um, you say like no I want to pay on the first date that's obviously fine too that's just what I personally expected and now we also talk about clothes <laughs> so with your clothes honestly stay classy and in my opinion also don't show too much skin on your first date because in my opinion if you show more skin for example on the top um it could be cleavage it could be more shoulders then also do not show too much skin on the bottom like too much leg um we i would say you have to give the man a little bit like more fantasy what's beneath your clothes but also like the first impression like the very first i think it's six or seven seconds that a person is seeing you is like really forming their opinion about you and also on the other hand just because you're plus size it doesn't mean that you have to cover up and wear oversized clothes either you can show off your curves as much as you want totally um i just want to emphasize like on the first date keep us more classy it also depends obviously like where you're going if you go to a fancy restaurant and yeah wear a nice dress um, a jumpsuit or a nice nice pants with a blouse or whatever if you go obviously to the local pizza place together then you can obviously go a little bit more casual it depends also what kind of men you're dating what is your expectations on life what are you working like how do you um what are you doing in your spare time what are your hobbies and so on the next part is always be yourself and do not try to be someone else because if you start lying during a date um let's let's say i don't know you are working as a i don't know you're working as a clerk in an office um, but you're telling him you're a dentist that's obviously a really big line and would not make sense but also don't lie about little things like if you know he's really into sports but you are not then don't tell him that your favorite sports as I don't know football or basketball or whatever and then start lying about your favorite team because that makes no sense. You obviously should be interested in the person's life and their hobbies and it's also not bad if you have like completely different kind of hobbies, everybody mm, should go and do in their lives what they want to. That's also nice to have some time for yourself and let your partner breathe in a relationship but um, always be yourself, don't start lying about anything, be authentic, it's very very important. And what I forgot actually, um, while we're still in the restaurant, um, when ordering food, (laughs) I absolutely recommend eating what you feel like. Only because you're plus size, it doesn't mean that you need to order a salad or like only veggies or the super most healthiest food. Just be yourself and that's it. Honestly, it doesn't matter if you think people will stare just because you order a pizza or burger, like whatever it is, whatever you think you want to eat, eat it. I just tried never eating a soup because you can easily stain your clothes, and I'm so in on easily staining my clothes. And also, like especially in Europe, I mean, I love lobster, but especially in Europe, you a lot of times don't get the lobster cut open served on the on the plate. They obviously like let you, they give you like um these tools, and then you have to crack the whole thing open by yourself. And on the first date, I honestly wouldn't do it because it takes a lot of my nerves to do it and <laughs> it takes a of time and I'm gonna my whole table's gonna be a mess um yeah it's like things I normally don't I would not recommend eating on the first date maybe also not the buffalo wings because your hands are full with the sauce I mean if he's a really down-to-earth guy and really like casual and you go to a really casual place and he's eating the same thing then honestly go for it as I said it always depends who you are as a person what you want how he is it's just nothing that I honestly would do because my um, yeah I, I I just eat like a mess sometimes and I don't want anybody to see that mm, if you know he's paying or even if you're assuming that he does I honestly would not go for the most expensive meal it's not really classy to do that but also don't you don't need to go for the cheapest either um, you can always obviously also um, orientate yourself on the price range that he's eating it um yeah it's just a little thing that I would say Um, but it's not like a complete rule obviously do whatever you want it's just what I say and the next part of the whole thing is actually when going further like when being in a relationship be aware that you guys have the same goals in life about really main topics that you really have to talk about. It's like about having children for, of course, if you're with a guy that doesn't want to have children, but it's a thing that you need to have in the next two, three or four years, you have to communi- communicate that. It's really, really important. Also about your financial goals. Um, fin- financial things or financial matters is something that we people barely ever talk about with each other. There's a lot of shame about it. There's a lot of fear about it. Mm, But, you know, being with a partner, it's really important if you want to spend or you have the feeling that you want to spend the rest of your life with that person or or at least like a good amount of life with him. You got to be on the same page. If your goal is, for example, that you want to settle down, you want to buy an apartment, a house in your region where, where you're living that's something you have to communicate because maybe that's something that the other person doesn't want to do at all maybe this person says I don't care about having a house or an apartment to own that I want to travel the world I don't even want to be employed Um, I just want to have a sabbatical or that's just my lifestyle you know the lifestyle that has to be something that is in alignment with both of you it's very important because otherwise it can be really it can get really messy with each other um. yeah it's, as I said about where you live is also the next thing there's some people that love to live in a more rural area because they don't like the city life but the other person is having the feeling that they're dying inside if they're not living in a bigger city it's really things that you guys have to talk about it's very very important and as I said communicate and that's a thing that lacks a lot of women I really have to tell because we are raised differently um yeah, Because honestly, no one can read your mind and your feelings. And especially with men, you got to be really clear on what you want. Because in my experience with men, you cannot be cryptic. You cannot just send them cryptic messages. They're not getting it. Um, and you also cannot be in the mood of, but he should know. If I talk some, sometimes to girlfriends and they complain about the partners. And then I'm like, but did you talk about about it with him and they'll be like no but he should know no girl no if you want them to do a particular thing for example just uh, a stupid example but if you want flowers for valentine's day and you don't get any do not be moody all day long it's not helping you it's not helping the relationship he's not gonna get it he's not gonna get it that he did he didn't give you any kind of flowers you have to stroll him straight into his face that next time you would appreciate flowers for the special day because it is important to you and then you just see what happens next time It's the same thing if, for example, you're having children together and he's never picking up the children from school, even though he could, then you're not gonna be moody about it. Like, you cannot pick up the kids and then be moody about it all day that you just had to pick up the kids. You have to tell him straight into his face that he needs to do this job too because he is a parent too. It's like a lot of things that men, honestly, they don't think about it. Like, sometimes men... Then this thing that like, okay, this is working and she's not saying anything, then he's not even thinking about that. So communication is really important in any kind of matters. Also give space and trust, because in my opinion, if you are in a relationship, then hopefully just with somebody you trust. We all can get hurt and there's never an assurance for a happy relationship, but yeah, but at least be aware of that you might get hurt, but don't live a relationship full of fear that you might get hurt by that person. have to give him space, he has to give you space, and you have to trust each other. That's that. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about how I've met my husband, which is actually a really, really funny story. And I guess uh, it's a little bit encouraging also, (laughs) So what happened? I've been on Tinder for quite a while and I really didn't like it. I had a lot of bad dates. I've met men that, oh my gosh, I would today not even talk to anymore. But it gave me so many life lessons. Like I've learned a lot of things about the dating life and I've dated a lot. Um, That doesn't mean that I went home with (laughs) with everybody. I actually didn't. but I had like coffee dates, I had dinner dates, I had walking dates, I did lots of mistakes but I also did some kind of things right. I just figured out during the whole process actually really what I want in a man, what kind of man do I want to live with and what do I want in my own future. So when I met my husband I was 25 years old and it's still quite young but I was always like a little bit Older, the way that I had to grow up I had to grow up very fast so I was always somebody that was way more mature for her age than lots of other people my age and that was also the reason why I was mostly dating men that were five or ten years older than me because otherwise it could not have worked for me and there would also not be in that kind of life fast that I needed a man to be in it's just what it is So I was on Tinder for a while, I was really unhappy and then I talked to a friend and I said like, okay, that's it, I'm gonna um, have the app again because you know know how it is, sometimes you have the app and you you delete it and you're gonna get it again and you delete it and it wasn't a time when I wasn't using it for a while because I've met um, some, yeah, I think I met a man in that time but just like being you know friends plus and nothing serious i also didn't want to have anything serious with that person either but then i was like okay now i'm really and now i want to meet love like now i want to meet the man of my life And I told my friend, I'm going to have this app for one week only. I'm going to be extremely picky. I'm going to be so picky with the people I am matching with. I'm going to be super picky about the kind of conversations that we have. And I'm not going to just text with a person for more than one week. If we don't meet up within one week and I can have or I can see if that person is kind of fitting for me then i'm just gonna walk out of it because it's not gonna make any kind of sense for me so i actually did all of that um day three came in and i was already like super picky i really didn't match with a lot of men and i was getting a little bit frustrated i was like oh my gosh this app is really like no and then i've put my phone away and i think on the fourth day i've opened it because i got a super like if you're on tinder know what a super like is if you're not a super like is um a like that is immediately coming onto your screen even though you might not have matched with that person um i don't really remember how it was i think you get to super like somebody once a day or once a week i really don't know anymore it's a long time ago for me and then i was like okay he's super like me I should look into his profile so the funny thing is in my profile I didn't write any kind of bio because I was really done with everything I just put some emojis in it with things that I like I did not write any kind of text and I was putting some pictures in I mean obviously good pictures but not any kind of catch but you could see who I was and then this guy he was writing me a really cute text um with the super like and he was like um oh, uh, I think um, I figured out your, your emojis. You might like to have champagne. You might like to have some pizza. And I don't know. It, it was actually a really cute message. I was like, okay, check this guy out. Then I was looking at his photos. And obviously he was always, uh, like, I was plus size back then, but less plus size than today. I was more curvy than actually plus size. Um, but still, like, he was super skinny. And I was like, okay, so he's skinny and I'm... I look like that. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> um, not because I wouldn't have liked that. I was just like, I'm um, self-conscious. I was thinking like, okay, I'm bigger than he is. I don't know if he would like that, but actually he saw my picture. So he was honestly aware of how I was looking and I did not hide anything. Then I was looking at his pictures and then there was one picture and I was like, no, I cannot match with him. <laughs> it was so stupid. I didn't want to match with him at first because... He had a picture with a bike on it. He was, like, bicycling. And I hate sports. Like, honestly, I have to <laughs> I have to tell you, I hate doing sports. And especially bicycling, because I actually cannot really bicycle. <laughs> it's really embarrassing, but it's, uh, yeah, it is what it is. And I really didn't want to match because of that. Because I was thinking, like, oh, my gosh, he's so sporty. And then he's going to go on his bike tours, like, all week long. And then I have to go with him. And I had all this scenario in my head. And I was like, no. But I still had to my colleague in my mind because she did not you you remember at the beginning of the podcast episode i talked about when she told me i have to look for in different kind of places for men but she also gave me another um tip that i'm giving you now she also said sometimes you also have to meet other kind of men and give other men um a chance and that's actually what I did then, um, because normally I would not have swiped right, I think, is the one that you do on Tinder when you like somebody. Because of his bicycle, is really insane, honestly, but I did. And then we had the very best time, we were exchanging very fast, a lot of messages, they became very long and we already laughed so much, he had so much humor, I had a lot of humor. After one day of really a lot of messages on Tinder, we exchanged our numbers. And it got insane. (laughs) It got so insane. Like these messages that we wrote each other, they were huge. They were like two, three pages long. Then we switched over to voice messages. We were literally sending each other voice messages that were like 20 or 30 minutes long. 20 or 30 minutes. Can you imagine that? It was insane. So after another day of texting, he finally asked me if we want to meet up and if he can invite me to dinner. Yay. (laughs) Um, Which was amazing. And then we met up for dinner. We had a really beautiful time with each other. We really bonded, and I was really feeling good with him. And I had some butterflies in my stomach, too. And then in the evening, when we said goodbye, he gave me a little kiss, and I was really, really, really happy. And then the next day, he was writing me when he can see me again. And the funny thing was, it was actually the last night he could see me because I was um, on the way to Egypt um for holiday for a week i was going along to egypt just to be on the beach and have you know my beach time and be in the sun because i think it was already october yeah or november no it was already november in germany and i just needed some sun and yeah i said i told him it's the last night you can see me and then i'm gonna be gone for a week Then he said okay no problem um let's meet up in the evening let's go to a bar and to a wine bar like you know, I already had my dinner. We can go to the wine bar the next day. And we met up there. I was really nervous. I was not eating. I was drinking so much. Like, you have no idea. I was really drinking a lot. I was so nervous. I just I, I was just really... It was insane. At one time, it was already really late. And he stopped already long time drinking. It was just me being completely drunk. Um, I was like, "Oh shit! I have to go home soon because I have to pack my bag. I have to be in the airport in a couple of hours." <laughs> and then he went with me home because he helped me, and it was so insane. I was packing my bag in just a couple of minutes, just throwing in some bikinis and dresses and cosmetica and stuff like that in. And then he brought me to the to the um, airport. I was completely drunk at the airport. What happened then? Long story short. Um, i was waking up in egypt (laughs) sober and i was like oh my gosh what happened like i knew what happened but i was really thinking i made a complete fool of myself because i was so freaking drunk then in my hotel room i was really concerned because i really liked him i was texting him and told him i'm so sorry how i behaved yesterday i was really drunk i know that and if i made a fool out of myself i'm just gonna stay here in egypt and just my head um into the sand and i will never return to germany just stay here and he immediately texted me back and he said he had the time of his life it was so funny with me and he really really enjoyed it enjoyed it and what happened then we were texting all week long like i was on the beach i was sending him photos and videos like here i'm on the beach here i'm in the water and here i'm eating he doing that. And we were just texting 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 all day, all week long back from egypt um we met up again and then we had only one week time until he left for the us because he was staying with his parents for a month in the us for you know for for christmas and whatever and in that one week we didn't leave each other we were really just together every day i mean obviously we had to go to work but after work we always met up his place my place whatever He spent one week and on the last night Um, We spent a beautiful night and he asked me to be his girlfriend, which was really, really sweet. And then he has spent a month in the US. Then he came back after we haven't seen each other for a month, but we texted a lot, we telephoned a lot, FaceTimed, you know, the whole thing. Um, And then after only three months, we were looking for an apartment and it's something that just happened. Um, A friend of mine um, I was talking with him about that we want to move together and he was asking me like yeah how big the apartment should be and where and you know all, all the criterias and I talked with him like what we would like to have and he told me yeah you know what the apartment uh, above me is free what happened we actually got the apartment too, which was something I did not expect because it was even better than what I was expecting so beautiful and um, yeah after three years and also COVID Then, being inside those three years he proposed to me and now we are married since one and a half years it's really crazy like I've never thought that I could meet somebody like him um it was just beautiful and I just want to give you some encouragement at the end you see it can also be good dating and it can be beautiful just be true to yourself I think that's like the most important thing like be true to yourself And you're gonna find the love of your life. And if you don't want to have the love of your life. And just want to have fun. Girl that's fine too. Honestly. (laughs) Live your life and do whatever you want to. I just hope I could give you a little bit more encouragement. I know that's a really spicy topic. That um, is also triggering a lot of people. And if you have any questions or ideas or whatever. I would love to hear from you. And maybe I'm gonna do a part two somewhere. When... um, yeah, I have more inspiration to talk about the dating um, as I said I know a lot of people are looking for love but also men do so I'm, I also have to tell you not all men are bad <laughs> I know we tend up being like yeah all men suck and they are just not great and whatever but also men have problems dating women so I really hope you enjoyed that podcast please let me know I would also love 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 to hear feedback and if you could do me a favor i would love to have um a podcast review because it's actually helping my podcast i know it's not as regular as other podcasts are but i'm really doing it from my heart and my soul and from true inspiration and if you could share the podcast on instagram maybe i would absolutely tag you and repost and yeah you will see all the information in the podcast episodes subscription with um my Instagram, also with my website and co. And I wish you all a beautiful day and happy teaching Bye.